All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is obviously a unique service here at New Hope, and I hope that you are enjoying yourself. Um, another unique way that we're going to share some of the scriptures today is uh, through some uh, conversation or through a screenplay that I wrote based upon Luke two fifty one. Sure. Hey boys, can you help me move this table down? So I need a few willing participants who would be willing to read a part of a screenplay this morning. Um, not too difficult, but um, I definitely need uh, a few people. So if you're willing, would you raise your hand? I'll just select, I'll just select a few people. Yeah, you in the back there, come on down. Come on up, come on up. Okay, and I see Cindy, come on down. All right. Now I need, let's see. I'm hoping that uh, uh, Owen or Will or Daniel would be willing. I'd be hoping that... Oh, Rachel, are you volunteering yourself? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> <Rachel's> great reader. <laughs> right, yeah. Daniel, come on down. All right. Come on down. Come on down. All right. What do, what do we have here? We got, okay. We've got a few. You are here. Daniel, this is for you. Okay. And I'll, I'll, I'll sign some parts here. Let's see. How many more do we need? We have... Uh, uh, we have uh, okay. I, I need another woman to join me down here. Join... Daphne, perfect. Yes. And I think I need one more. One more person. Brendan, come on down. All right. Give these people a hand. All right. And I'm going to assign some parts. I will assign my, my part as the narrator. And, uh, all right, so we have Scholar 2, Cindy playing the part of Scholar, ooh, okay, all right, let's see here who we've got, all right, all righty, Brendan, you will play the part of Joseph, ooh, mm. interesting, yeah, okay, all right, and we have Scholar One. Oh, wait. Yes, yeah, Scholar One, Scholar Two. Okay. And now we have Mary. Mm. Okay. Maybe you should come stand next to Joseph over here. All right. And last but not least, Jesus. We have Jesus. <laughs> That's not easy. <laughs> this will be familiar. Yeah. It's rather audacious of you. Yeah. <laughs> all right. They are already getting it. Okay. So you guys, you see your parts are all highlighted. So it should be pretty easy to follow along. Now we're going to have to share some microphones. Oh, I'm grown up. And, <laughs> oh, I'm grown up. Okay. <laughs> we're going to have to share some microphones. We'll have to get a little bit creative and I'll be our narrator. You, okay. Does everybody know where you're coming from and where you're at and what your parts are? Now, good readers read with inflection and with uh, some sort of, panache. what, panache? <laughs> yeah, do you know how to spell that? Oh, good job. You probably use that in Scrabble. <laughs> Along with your cheater words, tay, T-E, Q-I, 
in the corner with the triple words. You guys, you should know that I've been trying to play Scrabble out of the goodness of my heart, and I've been decimated time and again by the cheater. I'm just kidding. All right. All right. Do we all, are we all ready? With feeling, and we'll have to share the microphones. So, sorry, sound people. All right. <clears throat> this is for all of you. What follows is based upon Luke 2, 41 through 52. Much has been added to the account, but none of it is outside of the possibility of what may have happened based upon reading the Gospels. And a disclaimer about our little play here. Jesus, you'll hear him quoting the scriptures, chapter and verse. Now, we know that the chapters and the verses were added much later for the reader's benefit. So don't put us down. Now, each year, Mary and Joseph, wave your hands, would travel from Nazareth to Jerusalem to observe the feast of Passover. Now, it was a family tradition that was deeply embedded into their culture and to their customs. The journey was over 65 miles. There were no cars, and it likely took them upwards of a week to get from Nazareth all the way to Jerusalem. You guys are pretty in shape. Good job. Well, one year, it went, they went as normal with friends and family, and Jesus, their son, was about 12 years of age. When they returned home, they thought, Mary and Joseph thought Jesus was with them. For a whole day, they traveled without him. <laughs> yeah. Looks of regret and shame, yes. Unbeknownst to his parents, Jesus was still at the temple in Jerusalem talking to men who knew a lot, or women, who knew a lot about the scriptures. Now, you can imagine this was stressful for Mary and Joseph. Guys, give us your best stressful look. <laughs> More than losing their keys or forgetting to pay the garbage bill, they had lost the Son of God. Whoopsie-doopsie. <laughs> Sorry about that. Okay. All right. Let's pick up the story. It is daytime. It is at the temple in Jerusalem. And young Jesus, around 12 years old, he sits among the religious scholars, listening intently as they debate and discuss various scriptures. The law states that we must follow the commandments to the letter. But what about the spirit of the law? Shouldn't we consider the intentions behind it? As it says in Psalm 19, verse 7, the law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The degrees of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. Ooh, the scholars were amazed. Give your best amazed look. <laughs> By Jesus' wisdom, and they asked him more questions. What is your opinion on the laws regarding Sabbath observation? As Isaiah 15 verse, no, 58 verse 13 says, if you keep your feet from breaking the Sabbath and from doing as you please on my holy day, if you call the Sabbath a delight and the Lord's holy, 
holy day honorable, and if you honor it by not going your own way and not doing as you please or speaking idle words, then we are fulfilling the true purpose of the Sabbath, which is to honor God and rest in his presence. Your understanding of the scriptures is truly remarkable. The conversation continues for several more hours with Jesus citing references from various books of the Old Testament and engaging in thoughtful discussions with the scholars. Maybe one of the first things that we notice about this story, taken again from Luke chapter 2, is how Jesus respectfully engaged with his elders. But also, while being respectful, he challenged their point of view about the scriptures. Well, back to Mary and Joseph. And maybe we could pass a microphone down to you. Oh, you got it. Okay. Back to Mary and Joseph. Joseph, where could he have gone? We searched everywhere. I don't know, Mary. He was with us just a few hours ago. (laughs) (laughs) We have to find him. What if something has happened to him? We'll split up and cover more ground. You check with the merchants, and I'll check with the temple guards. Okay, let's meet back here in an hour. Okay, and if we still can't find him, we'll alert the authorities. I just hope he's okay. I'm sure he is. He's a smart boy. (laughs) The two of them hurry off in different directions, frantically searching for Jesus. It took them three days (laughs) to find Jesus. When they found him, he was in the temple still talking to the scholars. Jesus, why have you done this to us? Your father and I have been worried sick. Why were you searching for me? Did you, know, uh, did you not know that I must be in my father's house, fulfilling my duties as the son of God, <laughs> and learning from those who are wise in the scriptures? Mary and Joseph are taken aback by Jesus' words and understanding and his tone. Just kidding. I added that. I thought he said he was respectful to elders. Yes, he was respectful. This is a rendition. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. Mary and Joseph begin to realize that he is not just their son but also the Son of God. Oh, my son, we should have known. There is much more to learn. (laughs) (laughs) But it is not yet my time, so let us return home. Jesus, Jesus, before you go, thank you for all the conversation. I'll be back. Oh, wait, 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 wait. We skipped Scholar 2. You skipped Scholar 2. Yeah, back to Scholar 2. My bad. Come back anytime, Jesus. We want to hear more. I'm back. I, I will be back. I do indeed hope you want to hear more. Ooh, some foreshadowing. Well, the three of them return home together with Mary and Joseph filled with a new curiosity and appreciation for Jesus' true identity. Not much more is known about Jesus' childhood and his adolescence, but the gospel writer does tell us that Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. That is the end of our screenplay. Can we say... Well done. 
Well done. Encore. Yeah. Well, there's plenty more where that came from. Yeah. All right, you guys can return to your seats. Thank you. And to continue our learning, I just I have a few follow-up questions for us. And maybe if any kid wants to. Oh, could you put up the slide about texting in? See, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you adults an opportunity to give me a very specific um, uh, feedback here with a text message. <coughs> so a question to start, and you don't have to text this in, but just shout it out, or maybe raise your hand. I like to call on you. What was Jesus doing in the temple? Karis had her hand up. He was talking to people. Yes, that's a part of what he was doing. What was he talking about? The scriptures. Oh, very good. Now, what we see happening here is that Jesus had learned about the Bible and was continuing to learn about the scriptures. So, he said, Jesus quoted Psalm 19.7 in our little rendition here. The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The decrees of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. I want to affirm our kids who come each week, and a part of what they do here is to learn the scriptures, to hide the word in their heart. In doing that, kids, you are being like Jesus who also learned the scriptures so that he could engage with them. The scriptures, him knowing the scriptures was a part of how he walked out what God asked him to do. If Jesus knew the scriptures, do you think that we should as well? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Adults, here's your opportunity to text in. I am starting a Bible reading plan this year that will take us through the whole of the scriptures. And that Bible reading plan, which is on the YouVersion app, will also be accompanied by uh, devotionals and prompts from all of the great people at the Bible Project. We'll learn how to read certain uh, parts of scripture, the differences between scripture. We'll hear summaries over whole books of the Bible so that we learn as we go. So nearly every day there is a, a video prompt and then some reading. I think that following this reading plan for you adults would be a great way to expand your understanding of the scriptures. No doubt you have been intimidated reading the scriptures. We all are. I'm a pastor and I have a degree in the Bible. And at times I am as well. And so I would invite you to follow along with me. If you would like a link to that Bible reading plan, send me a text to that phone number that is on the screen, 503-714-5752, letting me know that you want that link. I'll send it to you, and if you have a YouVersion Bible uh, app account already, you'll be able to get on really easily. If you need to sign up for one, it's very simple to do so, and I would encourage you to do that. Right on your phone or your tablet or your computer, you'll be able to follow along with this reading plan uh, this year. And I'd love for you to do it um, with me so that we're doing it 
together. <clears throat> Next question. Luke 2.52 says that Jesus grew in wisdom. Somebody tell me, what is wisdom? What is wisdom? Karis is ready to answer. Yes. Yes, a part of wisdom is knowing things. Yes, that's a part of wisdom. Somebody else, what is wisdom? Mike. Wisdom is knowledge applied. Yes. How many of you look back this last year and you see some foolishness in your life? <laughs> yes, thank you. We're an honest congregation. Absolutely. How many of you would like less foolishness in your life this year? Yes. The opposite of foolishness is wisdom. It is learning God's heart, his way, his insight, and then applying it to our lives. I think that Jesus would invite us this year to grow in wisdom um, before, um, before God. So here's a question. How do we grow in wisdom? Some ideas. How do we grow in wisdom? Lift up your hand. Yes, Jim. What's that? Learn how to fear the Lord. Yes, the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. David. Pray. Yes, if any of you lack wisdom, pray and God will grant it. That's right out of scripture. Good job. Yes, Carol. Studying the scriptures. Yes. Thank you. Carrie. Be around people who are wise. Yeah, monkey see, monkey do. <laughs> no, that's true. Like, we are all that way. We tend to emulate the people who are around us. This is a part of what it means to be the church families. We're around each other, and we grow together. Yes. Okay. Well, I encourage you, be a wise person, apply some of that today. I feel my phone buzzing, so several of you are already asking to be a part of the reading plan. I imagine that's what you uh, are doing. And could we put that phone number up just one more time, just in case people didn't, didn't uh, snag that quite yet? Yeah, and I'll, I'll be texting back with you. Holy cow, 28 messages. That's great. Good job, everyone. Mm -hmm.